If you're in business, you probably have a website, but can your site handle your growth? How many visitors before your site slows down or crashes? What about storage and data security? From web hosting to virtual servers, Pair Networks provides the online infrastructure you need to start, grow, and flourish. When it comes to security and updates, don't worry, we've got you covered. Our 24-7 U.S.-based customer support is the best in the industry. No frustrating chatbots are sitting on hold for hours. Check out Pair.com today to learn more. That's P-A-I-R.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Riverfront. This is, uh, you know, it's a it's a show about the Cincinnati Reds, and uh, we have fun on here. And we're here to recap the second series here, the first home series for the Cincinnati Reds. And uh, if you can see what's behind Nate, that's uh, really the recap, and we'll just stop. Um, yeah, not exactly the home uh, the home opener, home opening series, I guess that we were hoping for. But um, I guess we still have to recap it. But there was some excitement in some ways, and uh, we're going to talk more about that on our, our weekly podcast. Won't get into it too deep here today. But um, yeah, Phil Castellini lost his mind just very quickly. Nate, a you know ten second uh, briefing. How much are we in Phil Castellini's head? Living, living rent free, completely rent free. I, uh, I think we broke him. Um, it's been crazy how the national media has caught on. And uh, you know, uh, Chris Garber tweeted the uh, most appropriate um, response. I think he said he's saying the quiet parts out loud. Yeah, absolutely, saying the quiet parts out loud. Um, well, again, we're gonna go do a deep dive uh, in our weekly podcast that'll be available for everyone on Friday. But for now, we're here, you know, to do this our series recap. And so I want to go ahead and jump into that. Of course, the Reds. Uh, got swept in the short two-game series by the uh, the uh, Cleveland football team, and um, it was not particularly uh, fun. But let's go game by game. First game home opener, which again, if it weren't for the uh, you know ridiculous comments made by Phil Castellini, that's an exciting day. You know, there was a pretty good crowd there that day. A lot of you know uh, a lot of fun surrounding that in some ways. And so, uh, but the Reds lose ten to five, uh, and uh, Hunter Strickland. Gives up uh, four earned runs in the sixth inning. And it was really, you know, it was uh, the Reds fought to, to tie it back up. And I thought, oh, here we go. You know, they were down um, four to nothing. They fought back in the sixth to tie it four to four. But ultimately, um, they lost. With they giving up a sixth spot in the ninth inning. So, Nate, uh, let's let's start with the good. What's the, what's the good? What's some of the good from, uh, from that game one loss? The opening, the home opener. Uh, the big thing I want to point out, and uh, it's going to be a, a trend for both these games, is Tyler Naquin is raking the ball. Um, I don't know if anybody saw this coming. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I am going to enjoy it why it does, especially during a series when we didn't have a ton to root for. Well, sure, Tyler Naquin. I mean, you know, last year, if you'll remember Tyler Naquin, he was either really good or really bad. But when he was really good, he was the best player on the planet. I mean, he was basically Joey Votto's daddy on those when he was uh, when he was good. Um, and Joe, you can reference me on your TikTok account. You don't, you're not going to hurt my feelings. It, um, but uh, yeah, Tyler Naquin, absolutely fantastic. Of course, in that uh, in that first game, Naquin went uh, two for four, 
scored a couple runs, two RBIs, and had his first home run of the year along with a double. Uh, here's what else I think was good. Uh, we probably should have jumped into this first. Kyle Farmer, <laughs> right? Kyle Farmer, once again, Farmer uh, in uh, in the fir- first home game, he was one for two. He uh, scored a run. Uh, you know, he's just uh, – he's Kyle Farmer. He's like a legitimate – uh, contributor here. I don't know. We we gave him such a hard time, but he keeps doing exactly what we everything we want out of a shortstop in some ways, right? I mean, last season he ended up with some respectable numbers. I guess the uh, those of us that were so quick to you know sort of point out that he had some couple really really hot streaks. He went on a couple tears, and other than that, it was bad. If he has some level of just sustained decency for the entire season, then yeah, he's he's a serviceable. MLB shortstop, hopefully third one. Yeah, some of this is us trying to, you know, I don't know, uh, put a, a a good face on Kyle Farmer and look kind of optimistically at him. But um, you, you can't so far this season, nothing to complain about. Tyler Stevenson. <laughs> Can we talk about Tyler Stevenson? Also good from game one. That dude is going to win a Gold Glove, right? Tell me about it. Oh man, he has a cannon. I was uh, just listening to that first little bit. I couldn't believe it. Um, he almost got a fourth uh, guy caught stealing. I think the uh, the rumor around the big leagues that don't run on Ty Steve. The guy has a cannon. He's a handsome fellow, too, like the ladies in the first few rows. They could be <laughs> loving it. Um, and he hit the ball a couple times this series, too. He is one of the big bright spots. Yeah, he was over for that game, but he threw three guys out. I believe they were, they were testing him. The, the, uh, I'm going to say Indians a thousand times. I'm sorry. The Cleveland football team. Um, we're testing him early because I, I don't know. Maybe that was the, maybe that was the scouting report on him. the guy didn't have an arm, but man, he looked good. Love Tyler Stevenson. Um, uh, you got anything else that we put in the good column for that <laughs> five run loss in game one? Um, I want to throw uh, Tony Santiano on there. Um, pretty much every outing, every time we step on the mound this season so far, the short season, he has looked very, very good. And um, I've loved the way that David Bell has used him. The entire bullpen for most of the game I thought uh, David Bell we've harped on a couple times like, did a really great job and I had his usage of the bullpen in the positive column until it switched over to the bad column <laughs> right yeah right you know and we'll talk about bad column in just a second but to just kind of reflect on that for a moment it's exactly what we talked about in our last uh, series recap uh, of the Brave series he brings in Jeff Hoffman Jeff Hoffman two good innings gave up a couple of hits but two scoreless innings Art Warren a scoreless inning and then Tony Santiago, of course, just, I mean, the dude's lights out. The dude is just, uh, he's, uh, in terms of a short reliever, he's exactly what you're looking for. And then uh, then it flipped over to the bad, which was Hunter Strickland. In a third of an inning, giving up three hits, four earned runs. And then, of course, Daniel Duarte, the uh, uh, recently demoted to AAA Duarte, gave up a couple of runs in two-thirds of an inning. So it was an awful ninth inning, but... Yeah, it was uh, Bell's bullpen used to, but again, I guess, do you blame him? Yes, maybe, but he used Santillon at a point where, yeah, in the eighth inning, where that's a bigger situation. You think, what are you going to do? If you got two relievers go up six runs, what are you going to do? The My question only- I think is, should he have sent Tony Santillon back out for that ninth? What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, he went through 11 pitches. He breezed through that half inning. He's not tired yet. Um, I don't know what you're saving him for. It's a- I think I personally, and I think it's my fault. I actually tweeted out, which I rarely do, and again, don't recommend anybody doing. It. Look what happens! That I love the way David Bell's been using this pen, and then immediately he pulls <laughs> Tony Santiago after that half inning. 
we all know what happens next. So I take responsibility, which means it won't happen again. So you're welcome. Can I, before we get to the, the last couple of things that are we put in the bad column, one more thing that's in the good column that just occurred to me is it's something we talked about last game. And I don't even know if you can quantify it, if we're just looking for things to be excited about. But the Reds were down early, right? They were down four to nothing after five innings, after four innings, really. And they, you know, they called back to tie the game up. So again, it's just some of that fight. How much credit do you give professionals for continuing to do their job? But we saw it again. They fought to tie it back before giving it up. What else you got in the bad column? Um, up next for me, I got to go with the, uh, the lineup construction. It seems to me that you want to give your best hitters more at bats. I don't know if this is groundbreaking stuff here, but I would like to see uh Vala moved up in the order, especially with fam struggling and give, give that extra at bat every game or you know, every few games to somebody like Joey Votto, who also needs to, uh, you know, catch a little fire. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the other thing I would put in the bad column, I think, uh, and we could, we'll talk about Tyler Malley in a second. I don't know that I would necessarily put him in the bad column. It wasn't his best star, but uh, it's got to be uh, Mike Moustakas. I mean, you know, uh, how much are we going to continue to hammer on this guy? But he batted eighth. He was over three with two strikeouts. I mean, he's hitting, uh, you know, um, what's his, what's his numbers on the year here? I'm going to pull those up. He's hitting 118 on the season. He was 077 actually after the, that first game. Uh, he can't play defense and he's just not hitting. So again, uh, small sample size. Let's not jump to too many conclusions, but that's definitely the bad column here early in the, uh, in the season. Um, how about some not so random thoughts? Anything else we want to talk about the game? The one thing I would say is I, I mentioned Tyler Malley and I guess we kind of need to discuss him. He only gave up one earned run in uh, four innings of work and his line doesn't look awful. Four innings. Four hits. Um, he just gave up the one earned run, but he did give up four runs. Struck out four, walked two. The 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 issue with giving him too much credit for just having one earned run is that you know he had a wild pitch and he made an error that allowed uh, you know the, the unearned run. So I hate to give him too much credit, but on the other hand, you know after two starts he has an ERA of one. So uh, I'm not going to complain too much, but I don't know, just uh, not, not vintage Mally, maybe a little unlucky. Maybe some of that uh, ill luck was his own fault. What else do you have? Any other final thoughts about the, uh, the uh, first game against the uh, Cleveland football team? Um, I do feel like we should mention uh, the collision out there with uh, Tommy Pham and Nick Senzel. Uh, Pham did not uh, – Took himself out of the game shortly after after his next bat, and then Senzel stayed in, which is great. I think we were all collectively as Reds fans holding our breath for uh, for Nicky Boy, but um, Fam did not play today, so we'll see how that uh, how that develops going forward. I haven't heard anything. I don't know if you have. No, but he was over two with a strikeout before going out. So uh, more on Fam later, I think. But uh, I got a text. I was in, doing something when that collision happened. I wasn't uh, paying attention to the game at that particular moment. I got a text from uh, the godfather, Bill Lack, who said, Nick Senzel's out for the season. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what did I miss? Are you Uh-oh. kidding me? Yeah, that wasn't funny, Bill. That was not funny. Um, but Nick Senzel's not the one <laughs> that got hurt, so good good for him. So, anyway, um, I guess that's about all to talk about that game one. So, the Reds uh, lose their um, the opener and then come back. And you know, on Nicoladolo Day, Nicoladolo's uh, Major League debut, the Reds uh, lose seven to three to the Guardians, and uh, again, so it's, it's, it's a sweep in the short two game series. 
Um, there were some good takeaways, I think, though. You want to uh, give me what's your top good takeaway from uh, from this four run loss after a five run loss? I hope this is a recurring theme, not the losses, but uh, this guy's name being mentioned in the positive. But uh, again, Tyler Naquin, another great game. Um, a couple RBIs, or is they actually had a double? Like he's just he's just hitting the cover off the ball, and I'm here for it. Yeah, and just to, to kind of recap what happened, the Reds were down two after two. They were down uh, six after the top of the fifth. It was six nothing, and then um, they're really not close after that. Reds battled a little bit, I guess you could say, but it really wasn't uh, wasn't close after that. And the Reds did uh, kind of. Uh, Rain delayed the game, so maybe that maybe that's what we'll blame Lodolo to start on. He was not he was not great, um, Nick Lodolo. More on that in a second. I want to go – we're still talking about the good things, right? So Tyler Stevenson. Tyler Stevenson hits a, hits a long ball. Um, he was two for three on the day. He hit a two-run homer in the eighth inning. And that's one of those, those homers like, oh, I don't know. You know, they're within grand slam range. You know, maybe we can have a chance. But uh, good day for, for Tyler Stevenson. What else you got? The only other thing I really have in the positive for this uh, this game is Jake Fraley um, hitting bombs, making uh, making diving plays, saving a couple other potential potential runs for brother Ladolo. Um, keep hustling, young fellow. Love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, again, he, his defense was not uh, great early in the season, but yeah, yeah, no issues um, at all. Um, I'm getting a, a text from uh, from my wife. My my son's getting ready to bat, so I may have to pull that up here on the show. Um, I guess let's talk about the bad, and you have to kind of talk about Nicola Dolo. Um, tough start. Uh, first inning gave up a couple singles, but uh, he did strike out Stephen Kwan. First time uh, he'd struck it, struck out in uh, eighty plate appearances, almost eighty plate appearances. So um, second inning he struck out Framo Reyes as well. Second inning, you know. Um, he hit a couple of batters. He walked three. And again, this is something we talk about with Reaver San Martin, who's a different type of pitcher. But San Martin, as we said uh, in the last series recap, is known for his control. Lodolo as well. He's been known for throwing strikes. And so hits a couple of batters, walks three. It's his major league debut. Probably a little uh, uh, nervous, but he did give up a couple of burn runs. Thanks to Jake Fraley making that diving grab <laughs> with two outs and the bases loaded. So, um, Oh, look, here we go. FaceTime. Let's see what's going on. So my son's batting. You want to know what, what's happening? Why don't you tell me? Uh, so so, so Nick Lodolo's ultimate line in the game was um, four innings pitch, seven hits, five earned runs, four strikeouts, three walks, gave up a couple long balls. Not great, but a rookie pitcher, for, he's going to be fine. Do not get upset about Yeah, Lodolo. please. This guy has an entire – you know, minor league careers worth of evidence saying that he's not going to walk people like that. He's not going to have control problems. It's his first big league start. It's still opening weekend. I mean, emotions had to be going high. He's going to have lots of bad outings. It's important to keep that in perspective. This is just one of them. He's going to have a lot more good ones for a long time in this Reds uniform. We hope. So, not not what we wanted to see. I mean, you don't you don't draw it up like that, but it's a pretty realistic representation of what it's like for rookie pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yeah, sorry, I had my volume up on the. It's it's uh it's it's FaceTime from a high school baseball game. The boys two for three with a double and two RBIs already this game. So uh, hey, first pitch, ball sure. probably you know sign him up, put him in a uh, Aquino's jersey. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, well, um, let's go ahead and talk about Aquino. That's one of the other bad things about this game. Aquino again, 
<laughs> Hold on here. That's one RBI. Let's go, Casey. <laughs> All right. Was that was that just a single? Lame. He should have gotten a double. Hey, now this is some top-notch um, journalism. I'm loving it. Sorry. Yeah, mommy, oh, the mommy's yelling at me. Get Reds so updates and <laughs> high school baseball updates in the same podcast. Exactly. Oh, I should be at the game. Bad dad. Anyway, um, so Aquino, uh, 0 for 4, four strikeouts. Aquino started twice in the first six games of the season. He struck out four times each of those games. I mean, I I don't know what to say. I mean, everyone loves Aquino, but come on. Um, I, I want to love him, but he needs to give me a reason to. What else do you have? That, and you can talk about Aquino if you want, but what else? Is there anything else bad from game two? Uh, we, we want to be fair here, so I guess it uh, makes sense to mention. It was another rough day for our beloved Joseph Daniel Votto. Um, I expect that, that ship to get righted rather quickly, but – um, what did he go? He was 0 for 4. The strikeout, his average right now is 143, uh, 280 OBP. He's uh, still waiting on that first long ball, which you know is going to come. But it was not. It has not been a great start for Joseph. Right. If, if you're going to be um, concerned because the, the age has finally caught up to him, I'm done with that game. I'm never going to doubt him again. But certainly not the start that uh, that we were looking for. All right. Any other uh, any other thoughts uh, about this? Uh, Game two, what do you think? Um, one thing that jumped out to me was that um, there were a lot of strikeouts and there were zero bases on balls. Um, I don't know. Uh, like you know, Tommy Pham's done a great job of taking walks. We know that Joey has throughout his career. I hope this is not a uh, you know a trend you know, throughout the season, but that just kind of jumped out to me that we didn't have a single walk in all those cases. Yeah, another uh, sort of thought is, uh, and you, you pointed this one out, but I'm going to take credit for it here. Uh, Jose Ramirez is is good for Cleveland. You know, three for four, um, three RBIs. Obviously, the uh, the home run off of uh, off of Lindolo. Man, that guy, he's a, he's a player. He's just a straight player. We have faced some studs these first two series, and <laughs> we're going right into another one. Another 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 couple. Any any final thought about that game? I mean, there were quite a few less people in the stands the, the day before. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they had somewhere else to go. <laughs> Barely 10,000 fans in attendance. And yeah, I must have found somewhere else to go. Uh, more on that in our next podcast. Um, oh, Phil. All right. So, you know, I guess if we're going to wrap up this uh, series, Nate, here's what we're going to do. Series stud and series dud. Who's, the, uh, who's your series stud for the Reds uh, this series? I had to go with Tyler Naquin. He went uh, four for seven, two home runs, double, a walk, a couple RBIs. The guy's just mashing the ball right now. He's uh, you know getting getting rounds of drinks bought for him at the local bars. He's having to turn them down. You know, he's got got to make curfew, but he is having a good time in Cincinnati right now, despite the uh, slow start for the club. Yeah, my series stud is uh, is Tyler Stevenson, uh, and not just because he's a handsome man, um, but uh, that dude, man, game one didn't get a hit, but was just controlled the, the game with his glove or with his arm, really. And then, of course, game two, couple hits, home run. Tyler Stevenson is my uh, is uh, my MVP of the Ohio Cup. Nate, that's the worst part about this is the Reds lost the Ohio Cup. It's going to be hard we're behind in the Ohio Cup now. It's going to be hard to sleep. Oh, my goodness. It's the only real competition in all of baseball. 
All right, so uh, series dud. I'm going to go with uh, Tommy Pham. He didn't play in the second game because he got hurt. He was uh, over two in the first game before getting hurt. And I just, you know, what? Again, I, I'm not, I'm not anti Tommy Pham, but we're now up to uh, 15 at bats, and he has yet to pick up his first hit for the Reds. Now, again, he does have four walks, so his on base percentage is 211 points higher than his zero batting average. But uh, the Reds got nothing from him for the second straight series. Yeah, and uh, I do want to apologize to Mike Mustakis. This is the uh, the, the honorary Mike Mustakis Series Dud Award. I think he's <laughs> pretty often. But uh, my choice, maybe it's just the uh, maybe the position is cursed. But Aquino comes in, gets a couple of bats to replace Tommy Pham, and starts for him the next day. He goes zero for six in those opportunities with. Five strikeouts, not exactly what you want to do, especially, you know, coming down to the uh, the last days of spring training. It was between him and Shogo for that final spot. And I was, you know, I was on here rooting for Shogo. I want to give him that chance. I certainly understood when they didn't. But um, Aquino has not really done much with the opportunity he's been given. And he's been given a pretty good one. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Um, you know, you give some kids opportunity, they go three for four with a couple of R- or three RBIs, like, you know, some h- certain high school kid I know. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, again, I want to root for, well, I root for all these guys, you know, what? I root for Mike Moustakis. I don't dislike any of these guys. What do we say? You know, um, hate the owners, uh, love the team. And, and I would, if you haven't yet go click on my Cincinnati magazine piece from this week, cause it's exactly about that dichotomy, which is, it's a, it's a history of the sell the team, Bob, um, campaign, but, um, it's it's also basically a tell of two hashtags. Sell team Bob, but also hashtag go red, hash brown go reds, right? We, we cheer for this team. We, and I do love this team. I love the guys on the field. So, um, all right. So, up next, oh man, we go out west for a four game swing against the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And game one is one of the classic pitching matchups in all of baseball history. I mean, really, of all the Walker Bueller for Los Angeles. If you've seen him, you know that guy can flat throw rocks. I mean, he's great. And he's going up against Cincinnati's ace, uh, Luis Sessa. Luis Sessa. I honestly thought that a mistake had been made when I read that. <laughs> we'll talk about that more on our uh, next podcast, but um, the Reds are allegedly going to try the uh, Tampa Bay Rays model using an opener, which in theory it works good, but uh, you know, it's, it's, this is the Reds, not uh, giving any real thought to it, but just trying to copy somebody else. It's anyway, well, whatever. Go Reds. Um, and then, of course, uh, three more games: Gutierrez, Hunter Green, and Tyler Malley. So, um, Nate, uh, any any final thoughts before we get out of here? Again, this is something we're going to try to do uh, throughout the season: is just a quick recaps of the series. All we see is the, the highlights and lowlights and uh, preview upcoming series. Nate, any final thoughts? Yeah, let's start. To- Let's not get too worked up. This is uh, just two games. We, yeah, how this team's going to be throughout the season. We're going to have a good time rooting for them. Um, hopefully, we can uh, steal a couple in Los Angeles the same way they did in Atlanta. I mean, the Dodgers are relying on some guy whose name is actually Mookie, so they can't be negative. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so the Reds after two series are two and four on the season. Um, thank you for listening to us. We're on uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Patreon.com slash Riverfront Cincy. Wherever you find podcasts, we're there. Uh, we'll be back with it in a couple days with uh, on Friday with our regular Friday morning episode. Um, but I guess the only thing I have to say here, Nate, and I think you'll probably agree, agree with me, is, um, you know, I, I actually thanked you for listening, but why should I? I mean, where are you going to go? <laughs> Hopefully, or, here, time and time again. 
for Nate Dotson and Phil Castellini. This is Chad Dotson. So long, everyone.